Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode and a guest interview for you. These guest interviews, I hope you aren't tired of them yet because we got them rolling out uh, left and right. We got to hang out with so many great guys up at the Podcast Summit, and this is where we are right now. We're sitting here in the boss's office. Mrs. Brittany Allman, thank you to her for letting us broadcast from her office. We got podcasters in every room in here. It feels like it's crazy. Uh, it's a, There's a lot of people in here. It's fun getting to network and hang out. Thank you to Kohler Engines for helping us put on the event. Thanks to Naylor for the vision behind it, and for Kevin and Brittany opening up their beautiful new shop and letting us sit in here. So... Today, what do we have for you? We have the owner of Beyond the Lawn in here to take us through the journey of his business. Tell us what who you are. Introduce yourself to everybody, and then let's rock and roll. Tell us a little bit about your business, man. Uh, I'm Eli, uh, owner of uh, Beyond the Lawn. Uh, started probably six or so years ago, like on paper, legally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody has <laughs> that. Yeah. Everybody has that. You know, it hadn't been the fool, but... We're doing the quotations because yep, you can't yep, see Air it. quotes. Or, um, so, uh, uh, I, uh, before that, uh, started at a, uh, lo- uh, like a landscape supply shop. Uh, we, we sold a lot of, uh, pavers and, uh, we maintained, uh, big commercial sites just in the, s- just in the spring and the summer, just so we could get their snow. Mm. They really were focused on all the snow work. Um, but just uh, how I really got my feet wet was just talking to all these guys that were coming in, get, getting supplies, getting mulch, getting their, their retaining wall block, or getting their patio block, and then just rolling out. And just seeing, just seeing just the interactions with those people, because I was loading them up. Mm-hmm. I, if, if I wasn't out cutting grass, um, I, I was there in the yard and I was mm-hmm. loading them with mulch. I was loading them with gravel. I was loading them with their, with their nines, their 57s and all that stuff. So I just, I really liked the idea of like going to a property and just transforming it. Mm. Um, so I just got my feet with my feet wet with just getting a mower and started mowing on, uh, every night, uh, every weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, like they say, getting the uh, boat close to the dock. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. That's that's the start of a bunch of entrepreneurs, believe it or not. And it's cool to see when that happens, how your life can change very shortly after that. So you got the boat close to the dock and you made the jump, right? I mean, what, what did your life look like then? Were you single? Were you married? Um, what did that whole... I was... Um, so high school sweethearts. Um, so... I hear you. Homeschool uh, high school sweethearts. Well... Right? Yeah, so I actually went to public school for just a little bit. Okay, just so a little bit. We both bit. had that experience then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we were uh, high school sweethearts, and we I I jumped the dock because uh, be, before we got married, because if I was going to go hungry, it was only me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I if I needed to go get a job because like for some reason I flopped, which was okay because that 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 also needs to it's be the risk. T- yeah, needs to be talked about. It's like it's okay to be. To, to flop it's fine 
Um, cause we're taught that, that you get it's back not, up. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, I just was able to surround myself with really good clientele that I built for several, several years. And for uh, like my phone never stopped ringing. As soon as I made the jump, I made it in March. Um, I don't remember the year, but like I, I just made the jump and my phone has never stopped ringing. And and that's not a brag thing. It's just like, I'm very blessed. I'm yeah, very blessed. That's a good way to look at it is as long as you, as long as you uh, realize that you are blessed and you don't take it for granted, then you just feed into your business, man. You just keep giving back. And that's something that to me is, it's so awesome to see guys like you, guys like you hanging out at this event and seeing businesses that are just being birthed and grown out of hard work. And it's just really cool for me to get to be a part of it in some way, shape, or form. Getting able to do this podcast and give back. Um, it's, it's really cool to me. So thanks for coming on and spending some time with us. Absolutely. Early on in the show, I'll say thank you here. We always say thank you at the end, but we'll do it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, really, thank you to uh, the Almonds for opening yeah. their property. Uh, Naylor for setting all this up. Kohler to uh, provide all the food. And just the people that came. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, we th- like we were talking out in the lobby, this is an investment just to come here. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone took their time. Everyone put money in their in their tank to get here. So this was all investment. And I, I, I've got some good ROI off this. Really? Yeah. So you think it was worth coming out? Oh, absolutely. Just the conversations, not like just the conversations from local people. Yeah. It, local, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like an hour away, like just from here. It's mm-hmm. like I'm able to bounce off ideas like because they're in the same climate. They're almost in the same, pretty much the same price structure that mm-hmm. I'm in as in like, hey, what are you getting for mulch? Hey, what are you charging for this many square feet of uh of uh for a yard or something like that so it's it's really nice and there's a good blend of people out there yeah. there's people that are doing hardscapes there are people who are only doing mowing there's people that um have uh h2b problems or uh, uh, uh programs mm-hmm. um that that's something that i'm actually looking into is because uh because good work is is starting to be harder to find yeah it is yeah, it is 100%. Well, let's get in. We actually have an agenda with this show. We normally just go off and get into whatever we want to talk about, but you said you actually had something on your heart that you wanted to get into today a little bit, and that is the perception of growing a million-dollar company is not something that has to be done. It is not. And that's something that I think a lot of people get wrong, and, I, and I'm in, in agreement with you here. I think if you want to build a million-dollar company, take it and run with it. Do it. But if not, don't be shamed for it. And, and don't so, listen to anyone else. So tell us, let's, let's go into that a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about what your feelings are behind that and kind of what, what, what are you wanting to express? I think that it is too, it is too uh, fantasized or, or too looked upon when you're starting a business to reach a million dollars. That shouldn't be, you should be more focused on just having a good uh uh, successful company or business, however you want to look at it and just be profitable. But, but, but your whole backing, your whole, your, your whole reason is your why. And I know you asked that at the end, but, but, but for, for, for me, it's like just being purposeful and doing what I feel like I need to do for the time that I am here on earth. Mm. Um, Mm. I, uh, so, so like, I'm not looking to, to grow to a million dollars. I'm looking to be profitable, provide for my family, and have a good group of guys that I can provide for their family. Yeah. 
That's good. You give back to your employees that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think, uh, I think, I think some things that can be said about this is people get caught up in numbers too much mm. to, they get caught up in inflated prices. People that they say, Oh, you should get, you should be making $500,000. You should be making a quarter of a million dollars. Like, and you said this earlier, you can be making a quarter of a million dollars, but if you bring home 30 grand of it, what's the point in the other $220,000 you just headaches at that point. Yeah. Because you didn't see anything go in your bank account. You're putting uh, you're putting extra stress on your marriage. Yeah. You're putting extra stress on your kids. You're putting extra stress on your body. Mm. For what? Yeah. yeah for what? That's ju- right. Ju- just because you wanted to impress someone because you were trying to reach to that million dollars? Yeah. Or why don't you set a goal that's actually like somewhat reasonable? It's like, all right, well, I'm going to grow to half a million dollars. I need... I need two or three employees to take me there, um, and I want to, you know, stay as debt free as possible. Um, you know, and that that that's an argument of like you grow debt free or you use debt mm. to leverage to get you where you need to go. Um, I'm I'm personally on the the debt side. Like I I, I don't have dumb debt, but I have yeah good debt, good I business good debt. debt. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I think you should. You should use it wisely. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, if you're going to use it, use it wisely. Invest in something that's going to make you money. Don't invest in a boat that's going to make you spend money. Yeah. Uh, but I do agree. The whole million dollar talk is one that I've been. I, I've heard of both sides of it. I've heard people say, "Well, why not?" Like if you say, "I don't want to scale," well, why not? Well, why not? Like it just comes down to the person that you are and the kind of lifestyle you want to live. Some people's lifestyle wants to be they want to make. $70,000 a year. They want to have a little bit of time freedom in their schedule because they're a business owner and they want to do 80, 90, 100 million accounts. And that's it. They want to run themselves. Like, like the saying, it's better to aim high and miss rather than aim low and hit. Yeah. I, I see both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, yes, you should get a goal, mm-hmm. but if you hit, like a reasonable goal. It still stretches you. I'm not saying just, you know, hey, I, I, I want to make $1,000 this month. You kn- you know you're going to do 30 grand. Mm-hmm. You know it. So like, so, okay, push yourself. It, push yourself for that extra 20. Mm. I'm not going to make, I'm I'm not going to make a hundred grand this, this month. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, but, but at least I, at least I hit a, made a goal. Yeah. That's not, but, but, but to get back to the question is like I think that it's too I think it's too um it's asked too much is like, oh you're are you gonna make a million dollars or oh you growing this to a million dollars? No, I'm actually just growing this to better my life's uh, my, my my family's life. Yeah. Um I you know, this is the direction that I wanna go in my journey mm-hmm. and I just wanna be able to provide a good quality um life and um a good workspace for the people that I want to take on with that in that journey. So this is the conversation we're having of pretty much what is your why? So mm-hmm. tell me, what is your why? Let's just go ahead and get to it early in the show. My why is be more intentional. Mm. Um, I heard a great quote, and I don't know... Uh, <laughs> I heard a great, great quote is, um, if you knew the power of your, of your, of of your words, you wouldn't just say anything. Mm. But if you knew the power of your thoughts, you wouldn't just think anything. And if you knew the power of your presence, 
you wouldn't just be anywhere. Mm. And that's something that I'm working on is being more cautious on my words, way more cautious on my thoughts, and being very intentional on where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And my why, I guess, would be I want to change my family's tree as I want a better life. Uh, I want a better life for my kids than I had. And I didn't have a bad life. I didn't we're, have a... We're, we're pretty similar, yeah. I did not have... I, I'm very blessed for, yep. for the situation that I was uh, raised in, the things that I had. Um, it's just, I want it better for my kids. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even if you had a good life as a kid, like, make it better. Why would you not want to? Why would, like, why would your parents be upset with you for that? Why would anybody be upset with you for that? Uh, just be the best you can be mm-hmm. and make the best family that you can have. That's, that's so unique. I love it. It's Changing the family tree is something that relates to me personally because I'm the same way. It's our name. I have two brothers, but our name stops with us. Like me, well, it continues now. We have a boy, but uh, I haven't even thought about that yet. I haven't well, thought about that until just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, m- my my family line stops with me. So you got to have a boy. I have to have a boy. I have a little girl right now. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's funny. And pressure, I have literally not thought, I have not put two and two together until uh, – I just, I literally just thought about that, that yeah. we, the Jennings name will continue now. There you go. What, and what a blessing. Yeah. But you know what? If, if, if the name stops with my little girl and, yeah. you know, ho- hopefully we're going to be able to grow our family. Um, and, 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 I, and I get it, boy. But if I don't, there's no, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're happy. But you're going to make her have the best life that she can have. Absolutely. And, and anybody else involved. So that's, that's good. Absolutely. What are your goals for this year as, as far as your business goes? Um, so I run a lawn and landscape business. Um, I really focus on, I, I, I'm starting to focus more on the, uh, hardscape side. So I love, I love doing retaining walls and patios and, um, j- just working with hardscaping. I don't do, I, I don't do any, uh, concrete. Um, I just stickler. You should do some concrete. You know, I'm pretty much a <laughs> professional. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I'm pretty much a professional. Oh, you are? Pour. No. Yeah. <laughs> we did a concrete pour on my driveway the other day as an addition to just because I was making it muddy, pulling it in and out. Yeah. And uh, it was it was funny. It, I got roasted online for it, but I, it turned out fine for what I needed it for, but it, it's funny. And that and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But it's it's hilarious. So no that, concrete for you. No concrete for me. Um, but I'm I'm actually wanting to kind of reduce my mowing, um, and do more of the hardscaping, and uh, just trying to grow that. So that that's what I post a lot mm-hmm. about is is business that I want. Yeah. Not not business that I'm doing, but I I only post the jobs that I want. Yeah. Uh, me and me and Dylan Stevenson and Jesse Weiner were just having that conversation here earlier because Dylan has recently dropped his whole mowing route. I know. Doesn't do any mowing at all. And it's like he just posts – he doesn't post mowing anymore. He just posts his landscape stuff. You get known more by doing what – you get known by doing what you do more of or something yes. like that. That's what Kev says yep. all the time. Yep. And so uh, I I think it's very true. You need to be You need to be showing that off. And so what does it look like? What does your business look like size-wise? Like you and a guy, you and a couple guys, what does that look like? Yeah, so I have uh, I have two mowing guys that uh, they mow full-time five days a week. Um, and then, when it, you know, in the summer when things slow down, I'll have them come. That's and so do foreign it. to me. Things don't slow down in the south to us. Guys up north always say that. 
when in the in July when things slow yeah. down, like they don't slow down for us. But that's our peak mowing season in July. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless it's like a terrible drought, but like it all it normally doesn't normally doesn't happen. What do you do in December, January, February? Oh, you said slow. You said it slows down in the summer. Well, well, yeah, it slows down right. in the summer, but I mean, like, but your season never stops. Oh like, no, it slows down in the winter. Okay, yeah, it just doesn't slow down in the summer. Okay, yeah. well. Everyone knows how ignorant I am. I, no, I no, 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 <laughs> no, no. You're. You know, what I'm saying is, up north, it slows down in the summer. Yeah, because like it gets so it gets hot. Get, yeah, it gets it gets hot, but it gets dry. dry. Yeah, it norm like we get hot, but we get afternoon showers almost every single day. What so it, a yeah. blessing. Yeah, it it it. We have droughts, but we normally always have some type of afternoon shower. So it's like. People, y'all are all like, man, I'm, I'm, it's, we're skipping yards in July. I'm like, dude, we're mowing more than we've ever mowed. Yeah. We can't skip a day right now. It's, it, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just think it's funny that how different climates are. No, that's the way I look at it. You're so. good. It, it is, it is funny. Just, you know, just so many hours away. I mean, climate yes. change. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, two guys mowing. Two guys mowing. And I usually have one guy full time with me. Um, but then there's, um, uh, sometimes, when things slow down yeah, in yeah, July, yeah. Um, I will uh, double up and I'll have those guys do some landscaping and stuff like that. But but yeah, wanting to... Um, so, so this year, I'm going to be reducing mowing even more. So the past two years, I've been cutting down. Um, I've been trying to cut a day out of mowing. Um, so then that way they can come and do more landscaping. Because it. So there's a lot of guys out there that that is their business is mowing. Um, for me, I, I make more money, uh, doing landscaping and hardscaping and stuff like that. So for me, I, I'm trying to weed out. I can't do what Dylan did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, not it, yet. <laughs> mowing is, is a, it's, it's a good chunk and of my business. Yeah. But Dylan's unique because he never got his mowing big. Yeah. He never really got huge with his mowing. Yeah. So he was, it was much less of a hit from drop that than. What it would for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking numbers uh, over lunch, and, yeah. like, he is going to make that in the spring. Oh, yeah. Let alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was doing, like, 1500 bucks a week or something in mowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. But, um, but yeah, that, that's, that, that's our goal for uh, this upcoming year is to, um, to, to, to reduce even more mowing and do more landscaping and just eventually just weed out the mowing, which is a great advertisement though. For, for me, that is how I grew my business. Yeah, mowing. So it's a, yeah. it's a, it, it's an internal struggle, um, to, to, um, to give up mowing that started my business. So how are you <laughs> learning the hardscape process? Oh, trial and error. Uh, Caleb Allman. Um, I follow Andy, Andy Mulder, J yeah. squared, all those guys. I, I've, I haven't taken, I've done the hardscape Academy, The store is now open at thehardscapeacademy.com. When you visit Caleb and Brittany's website, thehardscapeacademy.com, and you click on the store link, you now have instant access to purchase the training videos, documents, forms, and handbooks that you hear mentioned on the podcast. Plus, you can now reserve your spot at one of the upcoming in-person training sessions at the Almond's new shop. Learn step-by-step alongside our master hardscape professionals. These sessions will include how to install retaining walls, project budgeting, and paver patio estimation, just to name a few. Other sessions feature landscape design principles, horticulture basics, installing seat walls and benches, grill island installation, and so much more. Get incredible hands-on experience for you and your crew. 
Head over there now to find the exact training session you want. But remember, space is limited, so reserve your slot today at thehardscapeacademy.com. I've done their classes mm-hmm. um, online, watched all their videos. But um, once again, I was working at that landscape supply yard, and all those reps um, from Unilock, Techco, Redding Rock, um, Overfields, uh, Bell Guard, all of those guys would come in. And guess where they would host their training courses? Right there. In so you get it, to watch it. Wow. I got to watch it and get paid for it too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, that's the best part. And not have to really work. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, well, because they would only do it be- because of our... Uh, be, because of our uh, seasons, they would schedule all that stuff to happen in the winter. Mm-hmm. And so like I was inside working on trucks and, you know, I just, that truck would take me a long time to work yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. Because I was just, I was just consuming. I yeah. was just getting all that, that information. So yeah, it was. You it, think it the Hardship really cool. Academy's courses helped you much? It did. Yeah. It did. It, it, it was a good overall, um, and it, it was a good like foundation, but following like Andy and uh, uh, J squared, like all those guys, and even um, uh, 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 Josh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just them going on the gram and just the gram, just showing their jobs, just yeah. showing their jobs. But then also like, ah, we had this little problem, and this is how we fixed it. That. Mm. is what's really Real life scenarios that has what has really projected me a lot is just is just seeing what they're struggling with and how those guys in the field solved it because they got years on me mm-hmm. so that, that that's that's really what but but the hardscape academy was a great base yeah. was a great base yeah I've, I've done hardship academy retaining walls and pavers and it's been amazing mm-hmm. so because I'd like to get into some small retaining walls this year, maybe a small paper patio or something like that. So we'll see what happens. Tell us about your uh, trip to Ireland. Man, you just <laughs> went to Ireland. That's crazy. I've always wanted to go out to Europe like that. So what, how, what was it like? Beautiful. Really? Absolutely beautiful. Worth the money? Every penny. Every penny. Um, so me and my wife, we really like to travel. Um, and we and we have a 13- or 14-month-old um, and we, we went to, um, we, we've been on cruises, we've been, um, out West and, and, and whatnot, but Ireland was something that I wanted to, and we've been to Europe a couple of times, but Ireland is like specifically that, that's a trip that I wanted to go on. Mm. The, the, the landscape is just beautiful. It's super kid friendly. If anyone's listening that wants to go, yeah, there's, you tell me, like, they're very friendly. You go to any pub and you just point at, and they call them bobbies there, uh, the the babies. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, but they, uh, you just point like, hey, can we have some little food for her? And they'll bring out this bowl of mashed potatoes and they'll ask you if you want greens. And it's basically like peas. Um, they'll do some carrots, uh, and, and it's all like uh, steamed, so it's not like really hard or, or like a choking mm-hmm. hazard. But they all eat for free. It's just super cool. Um, <laughs> here's a funny story. Here's a hilarious story. Um, so I'm not the best driving stick, and we drove. So about three days into it, we so we flew into Denver, or not Denver, goodness gracious. Um, what's the... We, we, we flew in on one side. We flew in on one side and we drove. We stayed on the south side. So we drove completely over and then we did down and then we went, we went back up. It was okay. one, of the, yep. one of the major um, airports there. Anyways, on the third day, driving through town burnt the clutch. 
No way. Gone. Gone. In a rental car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you always have rental insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of funny because I really played it off because, like, you're you're with your kid, you're with your wife, and you got to be the man of the – uh, of the relationship. So you're kind of just like, ah, well, I think something else is wrong. It was hilarious because the day before we were through town and I was burning that clutch. Like I just, for some reason, something wasn't clicking in my head. I got it eventually, but I was, um, I was burning and it smelled so bad. Our clothes stunk. We had to change several times because like the car, the intake was getting the outside, the outside um, smoke and everything. It was, it was coming inside the car. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we're driving and it's like, it's like probably like 50 degrees out and we're driving around with the windows down when the heat blasted because <laughs> it smelled so bad. It was hilarious. But, um, but yeah, that's, um, make sure you know how to uh, drive stick if you ever go over yeah. there. So they don't have any automatics? No. Nope. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That you, is good advice because I couldn't do that. But you know what? It was awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way. It was awesome. That was a funny experience. I was not, I did not go over there intentionally. Yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. burn out a crutch, uh, clutch. But um, w- yeah, we just called them and we were like, ah, it's like smoking real bad. And and the, the car no go no more. So, no more. <laughs> so, uh, so what did you just take it to a shop or something? No, well, no, we were on the, we, we rolled into a gas station. We literally ro- rolled in. Rolled in. So we were coming up to, um, so they don't have any, um, so they, it's all roundabouts. Mm-hmm. It's all roundabouts there. No stop signs. Mm-hmm. Very efficient. Very efficient. I'm, I'm a fan of roundabouts. Oh, I, yeah. I, roundabouts for the win. Yes. Yes. Um, and they, everything is opposite there. Everything. You're driving on the wrong side yep, of the road. Yep. You're parallel park. You're parallel, parallel parking on the wrong side. You're doing everything wrong. Yep. So that messes with you for a little bit. But, um, but anyways, yeah, we were going into, so I was getting ready to downshift from this roundabout and boom, that's where it was. And I was like, well, hopefully there's no cars. So we go around this roundabout and we take the first exit and we roll into this gas station and it's just, it's there. And so I have to push it up past the tank. So that way, that, that way we were in a parking spot, but yeah, we just called and then, um, they were like, so we gave, we didn't know that we gave them the wrong address, but they didn't verify that the address that we gave them was actually a real address yeah and so we actually were there for like probably four hours whoa what yeah <laughs> it was it was kind of it we we, we made the best of the trip yeah, so that's right we, we we ended up getting a taxi because they said oh now we're three hours away so we were like all right so we went into town we did some shopping and came back and they gave us a brand new car which was another mistake oh, for them yeah yeah because you had another <laughs> clutch to burn up <laughs> yeah yeah but uh but anyways we uh we, i i was good there then i was skilled I was yeah, good. yeah, we you did, had to figure it out. Yep, yep. Uh, all I needed to do was go through one clutch. And That's we right. Uh, and you got to do it on somebody else's car. So exactly. now you know how to drive a stick. Exactly, exactly. But it was great. I would suggest if anyone was going over there and they actually know how to drive um, a clutch or they know like roughly, like I would drive. Because we were able to just be driving down the highway and we were like, you know what? We're hungry. Yeah. And we just And we just looked up the closest pub and just went off into this random little town Mm -hmm. and just was able to really feel the vibe of of just what ireland was really about it was just it was beautiful driving through and up and down the mountains just the countryside beautiful 
That's awesome, man. That's a cool story. Ireland is a place that I want to go. Yes. Uh, I love traveling, too. We make that, try to make that a priority. And so hopefully we get to travel many, many more times in years to come. Yeah, it is beautiful. Um, I, I can't say enough. It, it, I, I will be going back. Awesome. 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 Maybe I'll, maybe we'll have to go to Ireland then, I guess, soon. So Svan will like that, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> hey, they're, they're easier to travel when they're young. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We need to get on it. Um, Jack's still doing pretty well. He did pretty well on the plane yesterday. Uh, you probably heard him in the background of this one, maybe a little bit. He's getting hungry. So he's hanging out with us here at the shop. But, uh, man, I think that's awesome. That is, that's a really cool story. I think the principle of what we talked about today of don't let people discourage you by telling you, you don't, you don't need to run a business. If it's not a million dollar business, get that out of your heads. Now yep. be profitable in what you do. That's the biggest thing. If you're going to, if you're going to do a hundred thousand dollar business, just be profitable in it. Yeah. If you can make, if you make a decent profit out of that, then Hey, do what fits you fits your lifestyle. So I love it, man. Thanks for joining in with us. Where can everybody find you on Instagram if they want to connect with you? Uh, just beyond the lawn on Instagram. I do have a Facebook, but I don't check, I don't check that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Eli. Well, thanks for joining in and tuning in with us today, guys. If you enjoyed the show, drop us a big five-star rating and review. Those help us. Here comes the man, Paul Jameson himself. What you doing, Paul? Hey, they can't hear you. My goodness. Yeah, Excellence yeah. in broadcasting. What's up, guys? Okay, there he goes. Make sure you leave Jeremiah a five-star rating and <laughs> Maybe knows, not on this one, but uh, Paul knows I pick for him all the time. So I'm trying to catch Paul. Paul, how how many do you have, Paul? Uh, 357 ratings and reviews. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> Paul said, "If you if you're a joker and you're leaving a one star review, don't leave him one at all. So only leave the good ones." But uh, thanks for, so much for listening. These are the these are the episodes we love. We love hanging out and just having a good time together. Thanks to Kohler for helping us do this, Naylor and Kevin Brittany for opening their doors to the world today and letting everybody come in and hanging out. And Eli, thanks for spending your time with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, man. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.